What's Swinging Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Steel Mace Nation podcast. I am your host, Fred Moore. Today's episode is with Neil Kenner. Neil Kenner is a performance coach uh, specializing in uh, helping tennis players with their performance. He uses a steel mace in his training, and he's reporting that it's working very well. So check out the podcast. Uh, you're going to find it very interesting, especially if you're uh, you know, an uh, athlete and you, and you play some kind of sport. Before we go, I just want to say hello to our sponsors, Addicts Mace and Clubs, the adjustable mace. You could use the discount code SMN19. You get 10% off uh, all, all Addicts Mace products that are in stock. And Macefit, Macefit.com, Macefit Nation. Check out Frank DeMeo. Uh, he put together a package of different levels where you could, um, for a very reasonable rate, uh, learn some Macefit workouts. And, uh, or you could upgrade and, and go with a certification as a Macefit coach, which is really cool. Um, it's just another tool in the toolbox, another way to work out with a mace. And last but not least is OnGo Energy Spray. If you use the discount code SMN25, you get 25% off on OnGo Energy Spray, which is a, a bottle with a spray pump. And it, you, two or three sprays in your mouth delivers a meter dose of caffeine. You could ditch the coffee. You could ditch the energy drinks, get rid of the stinky coffee breath and the bloat. And you could hit your workouts or stay alert on your drive home with OnGo Energy Spray. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the podcast. Neil, good to have you to the show. Um, I'll do a proper intro, you know, later. So I'll let everybody know. Uh, meanwhile, we can just get into this. I, I think the first time I communicated with you was somewhere in the summer of 2019, last year. Um, I just started the podcast. And and um, I came across you on Instagram and you had your tennis racket, and I was like, "Yes, I got to talk to this guy. I got to get him on a podcast." And we started, you know, talking. Everybody's busy. We 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 kind of cross paths, and then it, it, the thought is out there. But I had to have you on to talk about this because this is my favorite subject when it comes to steel mace. How it crosses over into other forms of athleticism, uh, you know, sports, or I like to talk about how it goes into firefighting and stuff like that. So you'll, I, you know, from your line of work being a tennis coach, um, you've introduced the steel mace to the people that you're coaching. What's that all about? Talk to me about that. What's it like? How's it feel? Okay. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's been quite a journey, Fred. Yeah. It's definitely not something that happened instantly. Um, it's, it's really, it's about a two year story. Really? So, I don't know how much time we got here. We got a year. We'll, go, we'll talk for a year. So you got to cut it in half. <laughs> okay. Uh, so two years ago, and I, that, that'll be a quick year, okay. but I was coaching in college tennis. And I had been coaching for a while before that, coaching a lot of juniors, uh, some pretty high-level stuff. And I had played before that. And I was playing, uh, played in college, played a little bit professionally, always dealt with injuries. That was just a huge part of me. And, you know, I, like I was the guy that would just, I would go hard. You know, I would like always just full speed, no matter what. 
and it was great. And I took a lot of pride in it, but I also got injured a lot probably because of that. And, you know, I wasn't known for necessarily having the prettiest technique. So you combine those two things, right? Like some jacked up technique and yeah. you know, just wants to go as hard as he can. And uh, anyways, so my career was cut a lot shorter than it probably should have been. Wow. Um, but that, that kind of sat with me for a while. Yeah. So fast forwarding, you know, going through two years ago uh, in the college coaching situation, I was noticing the same patterns. Like a lot of the players were getting injured. There was burnout was also an issue, you know, like mentally, emotionally. Um, that's a big thing in tennis because it's a very repetitive sport. You know, you go out and you just grind and you do pretty much the same shot, same patterns over and over. Some people, you know, maybe didn't even choose the sport. Maybe their parents put them into it. So, I mean, that's that's a whole other set of issues. Yeah. But uh, fortunately, I was not one of those people. First generation tennis player. Um, but anyways, the whole injury thing, just it, it, I couldn't shake it. Like it was there. I was like, man, I got to figure this thing out. And I ended up resigning from that job. And it was a good job, like a really awesome university, SMU, just a mile from my house. I mean, awesome place. Um, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, man, I, I got to go do a bunch of research. I've got to go get more educated and I'll be back. I just don't know how long it's going to take. And but did, when I, did they, were they okay with that? You, you told them, Hey, I'll come back. And they were like, yeah, cool. Go do what you got to do. Um, well, by, by saying like, I'm coming back, you know, my, my meaning for that was like, I'll be back in the sport. Okay. I'll be back like in some form. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'll be at the school or like, you know, whatever. Big question mark on what that's going to look like, but you'll be back in some form or another. Yeah, basically, yeah. I was like, I'm going to go explore and wow. see what I come up with and, you know, spend some time with it and then eventually come back and share it with, with people. Very daring. Very daring. A little bit of a risk taker. I like that. All well, right. I had to. Yeah. Yeah. And right around that time, too, I, uh, I had a really just uh, an awesome trip to Colorado. And one of my best friends, guy that I played doubles with my freshman year of college, uh, a guy named Ari Rosenthal, really awesome guy. Uh, I, I went out to Colorado, stayed with him. I just kind of needed to like clear my head. And I met a few key people and just, you know, made some new friendships. Ended up learning how to listen to a podcast. I didn't even know like how to do a podcast. Yeah. It was like, you know. It's just it was amazing yeah a uh, whole new world of possibilities yes and so, yeah totally yeah and the three that i started with were ben greenfield's fitness podcast mm -hmm. that was the very first one yeah and i remember him saying something about like natural vanilla flavoring being like from beaver's butt and i was like okay i like this guy <laughs> um, even if it's yeah. not true it sounds very cool exactly. beaver's butt yeah <laughs> uh, mind pump was the second one yeah I they're great so good yeah and uh tim ferris was the other one yeah so and then tim ferris had this whole thing about his self-made mba where he kind of like invested in himself and, yeah you know set aside like the time and money did you you remember this one yeah and i, I sort of kind of do that i do that every time i spend money on stuff i think like this is my college education 
basically, or some form of it. It's education. I'm paying for it. Everybody pays for education. And that that's the big separator where a lot of people say, no, I got to save my money. And they end up not going down the road they want to because they didn't invest in themselves. Right. hundred percent. And this was years building up of not doing that. Yeah. So I felt like I had some uh, catching up to do. Yeah. Um, but again, like fast forwarding a little bit, I came back to Dallas. I remember that flight home. I was so charged up. I was just like, you know, I, I couldn't, there's no way I was going to go to sleep. Like I'm sitting there writing the entire time. Yeah. Just ideas. And like, man, I'm, you know, just so many things I want to do. Um, but I ended up coming back and, you know, first things first, I knew I had to create some space in my schedule and in my life so that I could, you know, go learn some new stuff. Uh, and then I had to figure out where did I want to learn from? Like, who, who do I want my teachers to be? Yeah. So at this point, it's like, you know, you've got, you know, a lot of options. Um, but anyways, I, I somehow stumbled upon Paul Check. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, that guy's awesome. When, when I saw, uh, I guess on your website, I saw you you went to Paul Check Institute. I was like, oh, man, this is great because he's he's more of a recent discovery for me. And when I found him, I said, what the hell have I been doing? How did I miss this? This is like yeah. missing the elephant in the room. Like I walked right past him. But now I'm just all charged up and, and I listen to him all the time. So good. Yeah. yeah. Like the stuff that started, it's popping up now. I mean, he's been doing it for like decades. Yes. Right. Crazy. Yeah. That's why I pay attention. And I don't know if everything he talks about is in my wheelhouse, but I keep an open mind. And I choose to believe because he chooses to believe. And, and um, it, yeah, I, he's helped a lot of people and stuff. And I, like I said, I was looking forward to talking to you because I want to see a person such as, as yourself, how you reflect the Czech Institute um, philosophy and everything. And, yeah. you know, I, I could hear it. I could see it. So, yeah, continue, please. In there, yeah. Well, yeah. I started with his, um, his holistic lifestyle coach, uh, level one, mm-hmm. took that one in person, came back for HLC two, and then uh, went through their exercise coach program as well. Wow. And yeah, it was just, I did them all live. Uh, each one was a very, like a very unique experience, Felt like I grew a ton through each of those courses. Um, but it was just like, it was a lot. And so the, the holistic lifestyle stuff, was more looking at things just through like a, you know, a bigger equipment, like full spectrum basically. So, you know, for example, I'll I'll use myself, like my left knee had been hurting for a long time, like over a year. And it was, you know, I didn't really play great tennis anymore because I couldn't move that well. And yeah, I just felt like an old man. Um, But, you know, going into that Czech Institute, it kind of made me think about stuff and it's like, all right, well, the left side of your body is, is related to like female issues, basically. Right. Not to say that, you know, I've got, again, I've I've been in some great relationships, whatever. Um, But I I was maybe hanging on to something on that left side of my body and that knee just kept swelling up. Right. Um, You know, something in me, like emotions that I wasn't allowing myself to get out. And, and this is like a little woo woo, you know, and it's just, 
whatever. Yeah. But uh, it was enough to like at least put it in my my mind. All right. So I started looking at things in a different way. And you know, my knee does not hurt anymore, by the way. Okay. Just just from changing your perspective and being aware of this right. left leg and this left side of your body. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just an example. My, my left ring finger was actually really swollen too. For Ironically, you know, I had maybe some issues with commitment at some point. Um, wow. But it's, it's, you know, things can kind of like subtly tell you messages that you maybe wouldn't be aware of if you're not open to that. Right, right. So lots of stuff like that. Lots of like examining, you know, the areas of your life where you need to maybe put more attention to. And, you know, it's just, it, it was an awesome experience and got to um, have a couple conversations really close with Paul Check, which, which was a bonus. Like yeah. I wasn't expecting it. And the guy, he just, he's just like he is on the videos. Right. Like going and, you know, he, I remember he was inching closer and closer and closer. And then like, he's like, putting his finger on my chest and like, was like yeah and that's the point i'm making i'm like dude this is like this is surreal you know yeah yeah pretty intense right yeah 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 full of love right and he hugs everybody it's just yeah such a cool thing yeah um but so paul check that was one and then the on it academy in austin that's been a huge influence on me and I ventured down there. So I live in Dallas. Austin's about a three hour drive. Um, I went there originally because my, my um, first tennis coach, the guy who was responsible for me quitting soccer, I was really a soccer player and focusing on tennis. Uh, this guy's name is Jack Newman, amazing motivator. I mean, he's, he's revolutionized a lot of stuff in tennis. And actually now he got this Austin tennis Academy glass that i'm drinking out of there you go he built that he straight up built it from the ground wow there was nothing there before so i like to pop in and you know just consult with him every now and then especially if you know i'm going through like a big change and so i drove to austin to talk with him ended up going into on it taking one of their classes and realizing that i could not do anything that they were doing yeah yeah. Like all these little movements, this ground-based stuff. Yeah. I was, I was like dumbfounded, yeah. you know? And so that opened up my eyes. I ended up going back and taking their foundation certification, came back for durability, uh, ended up going through steel clubs, steel mace, uh, came back again to meet with Shane Hines and just get some insight. And then came back again to help them with a filming project. And it was just, you know, it was a lot. So, uh, and that's where I linked up with Leo Savage, yeah, who is the man. And obviously, you know him. Yeah, you've had him. Yep. Um, we've all watched Leo's videos. Definitely. Yeah. The creator of Steel Mace Flow. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I met him, and ended up going to one of his workshops about four hours from where I live. You know, just continued growing my interest in the Steel Mace, and. I don't know where I'm going with all this, but basically, uh, oh yeah, he posted, I, I was just watching your, um, your interview with Steel Mace Mads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he, 
incredible. His form, I, I love his form. Uh, man, he's he's great. We, I missed the opportunity to actually meet him in person. They did a, we we have a little thing on the East Coast called the Steel Mace Fight Club kind of thing. The first one was here in New Jersey. Uh, a bunch of guys showed up from Philly and around, and it was all all those guys. Uh, Jamie Pinto was there, and Ben Walker. Uh, man bun base and you know so he couldn't make it it was a far drive um and then they had another one in philly i couldn't make it so that's the way it is but we're all gonna see each other sooner or later absolutely yeah it, it is really cool how the community just starts bringing together like the fact that you and i are chatting right now right it's so cool yeah we w- never would have if it wasn't for the steel mace exactly exactly it's unbelievable yeah um, where was I going with all this? Uh, so basically, you were telling the two-year story of how you got to where you are now. Um, yeah. So you met yeah. Leo. Yeah, Steel Mace Mats. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he told the story about how he he won the online certification. Yeah. From, from Leo because he had a competition. It was actually, uh, I think it was called flow the fuck down right you remember that one yeah you flow for like a minute or whatever as slow as you can and i had like zero skills at the time yeah very very few uh but i i like to dress up as street fighter uh characters okay so a, a ken costume yeah and, I guess, yeah and i'm just going through and like doing a couple moves and i do like the uppercut and, um it flashes over to the the sound effect where he goes, so are you can Yeah, yeah, um, You know, and I had to do the Haruken at the end. All right. And Leo felt bad for me because my form was so terrible. So he was like, hey, you know, you're one of the winners of the competition with Steel Mads, uh, Steel Mace Mads, and Clint, who's actually my friend here in Dallas as well. Yeah. So it's a three-way. Um, but going through that online certification, I, my skills, like, you know, improved by 200 times. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was amazing. Yeah, that video uh, arrangement that you get is fantastic. It's not just, it's so well thought out. He puts every bit of effort into everything, delivers uh, the details that you need to know, and it's understandable, and it's and he moves through it well, you know, so it's not bogged down either. So, you know, um, I, I refer to it all the time. Yeah. All oh, the yeah. time. Yeah, I, I still do too. If yeah. I watched it, who knows how many times. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that had a, a really big effect on me. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, fast forward again, like I'm, I'm going through it all in my head here. Uh, I ended up getting back into coaching tennis. So I took a role with a tennis academy in the area, it's not super close to where I live. It's about a, say about a, I don't know, 40 minute drive. So it's, you know, yeah, give or take on traffic. Uh, but they're producing some ama- very high level players. Uh, it was also a guy who at one point had coached me, who I became very good friends with. Uh, his name's Dave Licker, awesome coach. And he was coaching with a, a a staff of guys that, that we all used to coach together about 10 years ago. So it was just, it was a nice setup kind of bringing the, the band back together. Yeah. Um, one of our old players, Dane Webb, who, who's amazing tennis player, uh, made history at Oklahoma university 
awesome player. He was now coaching too. So we just had this like awesome group of guys. And um, that's where I got experience taking some of the new stuff, applying it to tennis players. And that that's, you know, I post, I started posting more on Instagram too around that time. So it's probably close to when you and I first chatted. Right. Now was, was this starting to percolate in your mind as you were learning the steel mace flow foundations and everything, were you starting to see the connection and say, Hey, I see this is going to possibly be something I'm going to bring back to tennis. Were you already aware of that? hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know exactly how it was going to happen. Right. Well, I felt the changes in my body and, and after one of the weekends on it, like coming back, I just, I realized all of a sudden my knee didn't hurt anymore. I could move again. And I was actually hitting the ball really well after not having practiced at all. And wow. so I knew there was something there. Um, but, but being getting to spend time with those coaches at uh, it's called lakes tennis Academy uh, and, and their players who are high level, you know, they're, they're open-minded. Uh, you could just see it. Like we'd go through something and they'd, they'd say, Hey, coach Neil, that was great. Like I, I feel better. Yeah. Like I think we should do more of that. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. And you know, I'd go through it more and like, man, I feel good too. Yeah. Um, so we just kept doing that. And, and you know, they were so trusting to me and they sent me to uh, some tournaments. Like I got to go to Columbia, the, uh, the country. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I took a couple of girls down there from the program in a grade one ITF. So big tournament. Wow. And, and we did great. Like one of them played amazing. She ended up losing in the, the semis. And then the other one won the whole tournament. And it was just like, and she moved up to 30 in the world in 18 and under. Wow. So it was, it was just great. But I remember sitting there watching that girl. Um, and I'm sitting with the other girl. And we're like, there's a, a bar that we're, we've got our hands on. And we're kind of looking over it to watch the court. And I, I just like, I put both arms on it and then I take one hand off and, and I'm like, Hey, check this out. You know, I'm applying anti-rotation <laughs> and she's like, Oh, that's cool. You know? And so she starts doing it. And, you know, I just, I couldn't stop like getting these lessons out of my head. Yes. Yes. I, I sorry to interrupt you, but that is the same thing that's happening with me all the time now. I mean, I'll just be standing somewhere and I tuck my hips. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I tuck my pelvis and, right. and, and if something, you know, if I'm lifting a, um, a refrigerator with a friend or whatever, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about all that stuff and, and it's second nature. So you're, you're moving better. Yes. You're moving more efficiently. You're optimized. Like on it wants everybody to be optimized. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and one of the key things about steel mace flow and steel mace in general is that you could, you could, tap into that and it will guaranteed it will carry over it becomes second nature just had to say that so let's go ahead yeah. continue yeah chime in whenever okay um but yeah it's like the lessons learned through the steel mace they can be applied everywhere mm -hmm. it's just a feedback tool really yeah teach you about your own posture which is huge central you know, nervous system 100 percent. yeah and i mean i i even took some of the you know, the Ben Greenfield mentality a little bit. And in Colombia, I was going around barefoot a lot at the tournament. 
And that's not necessarily like a tennis accepted, thing. <laughs> right. right. The referee told me I had to put some shoes on if I was going to come down to the court and coach. <laughs> you know, I had to, I couldn't wear a shirt with a gorilla on it either. You know, I had to actually put on like a proper tennis shirt. Oh, gorillas. Yes. That's very, right. that's, that's trouble right there. Look, the guy's got bare feet and he's wearing a shirt with a gorilla on it. Yeah, Get him out of here. <laughs> the on it primal uh, bamboo shirt. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, but, you had to have uh, a, a shirt with a little crocodile on it. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> one of those. Yeah, I, think I, I don't know. I brought a couple of colored shirts, but um, ironically, the so our our player won the girls tournament, and then the guys tournament was won by a guy who was coached by the other barefoot coach from uh, I think he was from Sweden. There was two of you. Yeah, there were two barefoot <laughs> coaches, and both of them their players won the tournament. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's cool. going on now is all the coaches running around with bare feet <laughs> it must have worked it worked for them it must work for us exactly no but i i think so, like the vibe that you put out like maybe it's it's a little more relaxed positive whatever it is um, yeah it can look different for for different people but for me it's just you know it's it's the energy that you want to like put into your players and they're already nervous as shit right it's like if you're if you're gonna sit there and like be all nervous I don't think it helps no. the other way, like, you know, a little more chill. I got a question for you. Um, so when you're a coach and you're coaching somebody that's brand new to the mace and you're about to teach them a 360, and you could see that apprehension and that tension. And we just said, it's, it's not good. Right. We know it's not good. They need to be relaxed. Do you have any cues or anything that you like to do that chills them out a little bit and gets them in this headspace they need to be? couple things. Yeah, it's a really good question. And I'm, I'm still playing with it, right? Because we've been taught to teach them the kinetic 360. So you kind of take them through the path, but they're not relaxed. I mean, they're like right. freaking out. Um, so definitely got to get them breathing. Number one, like you know, breathing from the diaphragm and you know, getting relaxed. But the, uh, the, the words that I like to use is just let go. Like if you just let go of it, I mean, it, it takes care of itself. I mean, almost like, you know, I, I even show, like I'll lift some fingers off of the mace before I go to pull it back over and drive the elbow. Yeah. Um, it's not that different from a tennis serve. It's very similar. Yeah. Incredibly similar. So, I mean, if, when you get the racket hit up right here, if you're not relaxed, you get stuck here and then you got to like force your way out of it. But if you relax, it drops right behind your head, just like the mace would. And then you can fire faster. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. It's, I mean, just doing 360s and, and different mills, I don't even think you need to hit a lot of service. You can go right in and just be like, all right, I got this. Yeah. Right. So but, that's, yeah. that's a key point here. And this is what fascinates me. So, um, you know, if you're, showing somebody i've done it i've showed people 360 and i've gotten looks on what's that gonna do that right. looks like it's gonna f up your shoulders it's like well okay guys do you do you are you familiar with a game called tennis do you see what they're doing with their hand oh so is that gonna hurt your shoulders is that something that's like doing it so obviously you're going through that range of motion right there so maybe it does work 
Totally. And, and while we're getting into the sports performance stuff, because I know that's that's the angle that you want to take this, and, and yeah. that's where I'm going with it too. Yeah. Um, there is there's there's a lot of research out there, right? Like comparing, you know, taking some science into sports and whatever. And so in the sport of tennis, one of the the main, you know, probably most well respected strength conditioning guys, he came out and said that uh, the ability to extend from the thoracic spine is the biggest factor in serving and and that's huge and a lot of the tennis players do not have that thoracic mobility um, to go into extension and so as a result they will end up going from their lower back i mean just doing weird stuff with their shoulder injury yes i, I got a question for you again now um when you're coaching a sport such as tennis, now I'm not trying to like make fun of people and I'm not trying to point fingers. We don't need to sh say names, but obviously coaching comes in at different levels. There's this, like this individual you just spoke of who's like the top and then there's other people, right? Some not so good. So when you're coaching somebody to serve and they're not doing it well and you're not that great of a coach, you're probably I'm this is my question. You're probably gonna coach the person, well, do it like this, do it like this, and and stick to that movement. And you're not going to recognize that it's a, a mobility issue. And then what to do about it, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I that was a screwed up way to ask a question. I couldn't get I couldn't articulate it. But this is a big point that coaching is no joke, no matter what it is, no matter who you're training. And um, you got to know what the what the hang of it. The person probably knows how to hit the ball in the serve. It's the problem of mobility that's causing them to to do it wrong all the yes. time. Yeah, and, and to to build on what you just said, so a lot of coaches will give the cue, saying point your chest up to the sky, especially when trying to hit a kick serve, which is where you put topspin on it, make it spin down. Um, but in order to do that. They, they'll really arch their back. They'll do some weird stuff. Mm -hmm. They just don't have that ability, just like you said. Yeah. And meanwhile, so they're doing it, but they're doing it uh, in the least optimal way. Right. They could be potentially hurting their back, and therefore their career is going to be shortened, or they're going to have to play with injuries, and they're going to not understand why they have the injuries. 100%. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, man. And we're talking about extension, but let's talk about rotation. Okay. And that's – that's like the, the big yeah. big one that everyone talks about. So if you can't separate your rotation and your shoulders from your hips, you're, you're incredibly limited. And I was one of those guys. I was like um, Zoolander. You know, you couldn't turn left. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm going left. Yeah. I'm not an ambi-turner. I'm just going to run around and hit a forehand. But uh, yeah, my, my dog Apollo here came running over. Uh, pick him up. Come say hi. This is hey, a buddy. dog, uh, animal friendly show. We've had cats and I think we had dogs. Oh, look at that. Hey, hey. Apollo. Uh, Apollo. Man. Very strong name for a strong looking dog. Yes. <laughs> is, does he bite? Uh, he does not bite. Uh, you should have said yes. And then everybody that hears this podcast is going to stay away from your house. Yeah, right. Well, he's a, a pit mix, so you got to be careful. I don't want people associating those two. Yeah, right. No, there's pits are sweet as long as the owners are sweet. That's exactly. it's all about the owners. Yeah, this guy, all he wants to do is just cuddle and hug people. Yeah, 
Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the rotation thing. So mm -hmm. on it really helped me, you know, understand how to anti-rotate with your hips while you're purposefully rotating with your shoulders. Right. Feel nice. I mean, you, know, you go into an uppercut or, or really lots of movements that we do. But to me, the uppercut really highlights it. Yes. Keep your hips facing forward, but you're driving, getting into this position, trying yeah. to stop the uh, wrist and the elbows, and you'll see that back wrist kind of open up on a lot of people. Yep. Get over there and adjust them, and then the hips go, and you're like, nope, fight with the hips. Yeah, and then also uh, people won't bring it over properly. They'll yeah. kind of, uh, in a relaxed fashion, out on an angle. Instead, you want to bring it straight up and over, and with that bottom hand push, and you should feel a little tension right in your pec right here, kind of like when you're doing a dip. Totally. And I learned that I learned that from Jamie Pinto. Jamie is the man. Yeah. I, I love Jamie. And and after he showed that to me and, and I thought about it, I said the uppercut with a steel mace is no joke. That is probably um a, a move that you would have to spend years to develop and master right depending on your physical abilities and everything of course but it's no joke it's not you, people take these things lightly it's it's actually something that you could work on for a long time oh yeah and you got to keep working on it like i i watch videos of myself doing it and teaching it and then i'll notice like i'm a little off yeah right so it's you got to keep working on it yeah and and go back to to matt limoge uh steel mace matt matt's his uppercut, that's oof, that's what seals the deal with him. It's it's impeccable, you know. So if anybody ever wants to see awesome uppercut, if you haven't watched his videos, check it out. But you're I I've been checking out your stuff and you've come a long way in this past uh, what, nine months? It's it's amazing. Yeah. Night and day. But again, you know, it's from it is from putting in a lot of work. Uh, I've been getting tons of support from Leo Savage. He's been a huge influence. Um, he even, so he came in, he actually helped with the grand opening of a gym that I teach at on Wednesday nights right here, actually greater than performance and rehab, yep. um, opened by a guy named Scott Pollock, awesome guy who also I met just through Instagram. Um, now he's, he's become a good friend, great, awesome dude. Cool. But Leo came in and he helped, he, he put on a workshop. Uh, introduced some level two stuff. He also stayed at my house for that time. So, I mean, we're just, we were going through so many little things. And like, I just remember after that week, I came out, I, I could not stop working with the mace. And it's just continued. Like I haven't been able to put it down. So there was only already a fire lit under your ass. And then after that, it was like even bigger fire, hotter fire, more oh, intensity. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, putting in the reps of just teaching, you know, Leo basically empowered me and Scott by inviting me to be the steel maze coach over there, uh, along with Justin Hicks, who's also a great guy. He teaches there on Saturdays. He's, uh, he's the holistic warrior. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. I, I have him on my list. Please, please tell him I want to get him on the podcast. I will. Just an awesome human being. I actually met him at the Czech Institute. Oh, you I did? Remember. Yeah. yeah so we were in the same Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, cool guy. I mean, there's like an old video of, of uh, the two of us at uh, Cowboys Fit, like a big gym in 
the Dallas area, basically. And like, we're working with the mace and neither one of us really knows what to do. We're just kind of like, you know, trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's, it's just cool to go from that to, to where we are now. Yeah. Them. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I mean, I have people I collaborate with like you're doing and it's, it, you feed off each other's energy. Yes. Uh, and I mean, like, you know, one day you're the, whoever the individual is, they turn and say, Hey man, you, you got me all fired up over this one thing or you, you and it's like, Oh, you're doing that to me too. It's, it's really cool. The, right. uh, the positive energy that comes from it. So now since you're a Czech, um, are you a Czech coach? How do you, how do you frame that? Well, I, I kind of just, I, I put it in my list of education, I guess. So people know what I've gone through. Okay. Um, but it, my big thing is like connecting it all, like putting it into something that makes sense for people. Yeah. Um, so there's actually somebody in my front door. This is the second time this has happened on a podcast. If you want, you could go get them and bring them on the podcast because the last time the guy was a coach too. <laughs> so, was, well, you know, you don't know. It might be, it might be a cool, or it might be somebody coming to get you and we'll get it on rec record and we could put it out and make that's right. that's, millions. That's a, that's a good point. Um, yeah, there's one, one way to do it. Yeah. You know what? Go ahead. I'll just one second. Go do your thing. I'll be, I'll be 30 seconds. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a plug. Go ahead. Guys. Perfect opportunity to do a plug. Uh, This podcast is sponsored by Mace Fit Nation, macefit.com. Frank DeMeo runs He's the coordinator for Mace Fit. It's, they offer workouts with the Adex Mace or regular Maces, whatever you want to use. And he's also uh, got a certification program. I'm in that certification program. I'm learning how to be a Mace Fit coach, and it's cool. So uh, go to macefit.com. Go to Mace Fit Nation on Instagram, and you could check out his um, his gym's page too. It's uh, the Cave. Just look up Frank DeMeo, D-I-M-E-O, and tell him Fred sent you. Maybe he'll give you a discount. Maybe he won't. Maybe maybe he'll add money, you know? Like, Fred sent you? Fred sent you? Oh, <laughs> Double the cost. What, what was the original asking price? 100 It's 400 now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Christian, come on, man. Settle down, all right? Don't give anybody any ideas, all right? And uh, another plug is, since we're on it, is Adex, Adex Clubs, Adex Mace, uh, another sponsor of the show. And, of course, you know, they're friends down there in Florida, and they work together on collaborate with the Vintage Strength Games. The Vintage Strength Games is awesome. I'm going to be there in Miami February 8th. And um, lastly, but not least, is Ongo Energy Spray. Um Use the discount code SteelMace25 to get 25%. Use Ongo Energy Spray instead of coffee. Uh, I use them both. Not at the same time because that would be just ludicrous. Thanks, everybody. Hey, look who's back. <laughs> I just right. I, I just took care of the, the, the plugs there. Perfect. So. Perfect. Perfect. Um, man, where were we? So something like. Yeah, we were, we were on the precipice of something – so huge that it was going to blow the doors off of the mace world. Yeah. Couldn't right. put the mace down. We talked about uh, 
Uh, oh, Czech Institute. And my question was, since you're working alongside uh, the Holistic Warrior, who's also a Czech guy, and you're both doing mace, yes. is there something special there? Where Because you even just said yourself you like to tie it all together. And, of course, you're tying it all together from your perspective. He's tying it all together from his perspective. Then there's overlap on the way you guys think. It must be magic, the whole thing. How you're how you're teaching people, how you're coordinating things with people. Get into that a little bit. Okay, so one of the reasons, really the biggest reason why I love teaching at that place uh, is because of the other people there that work there. Yeah. So Holistic Warrior, he's one of them. Uh, there's a group of guys. There's Nathan who does kin stretch. Uh, it's phenomenal. Gone to his class on Saturdays. Um, there's Austin Ellis, who I've learned a lot from. He's got more of a powerlifting and a fighting background. Uh, but just collaborating with, with all those guys, you know, they'll see me do a movement and they're like, Hey, have you tried doing it this way? You know, or like I'll bring, um, I just started coaching or working with a guy named Hans Hotch, who's on the, the pro tour for tennis and doing some strength conditioning and agility and a little bit of work with the mace and some clubs. But I brought him into the gym and, and these guys got to meet him. And I mean, that like some suggestions that they gave me for his training, I ended up implementing and Hans benefited tremendously from it. Uh, but everyone's got that different perspective. So with Justin, the holistic warrior, he, his mace style, he does a lot of sword swings. You know, he's really good with the single arm stuff. Yeah. And he's really good. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just recently started acquiring those skills. Like I'm very slow learner. So it took like a year to figure out, okay, wait, how's this work? Yeah. Um, but this past weekend we had a mastermind event at the gym at uh, greater than, and he and I were both there. And so we were like, you know, we were just going back and forth on the breaks. And finally, for the first time I could actually like do some of the stuff that he was doing, you know, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think, and then maybe when he takes a class that I'm doing, I have a different style just from teaching a lot of group tennis in the past. So maybe the way I break things down could be different than the way he does. Yes. Yes. So fusing a lot of that stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, coming from Czech Institute, you know that somebody's open-minded if they're going through something like that, growth-minded. Um, and if they're using a mace, they're open-minded. 100%. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right there. You got a pretty cool setting to work with. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. That's uh, the um, what you're talking about is that like it sounds like a fantastic place that you're 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 in there at greater than performance uh, because you have all these like minded individuals and you're helping each other. And this is something I always point to people who are you know like uh, regular folk or whatever who are just looking for a place to work out i always tell them well you want to go to a place where the trainers do work together not in a place where they're afraid to help each other because they don't want to give away their secrets or whatever <laughs> nobody delivers information like like you everybody has their own unique delivery system and yes. you're not going to relate to everybody you're going to relate to some of the people and you might be teaching the same damn thing as the next guy, but they don't like you because it's, it's not that they don't like you. It's just they, the way you're, uh, they relate to you, whatever. 
So that's why everybody has an opportunity to get up on a mic and talk or, or teach something, uh, you know, stick to the fundamentals and do it. But the, the thing is, is you guys help each other. And by doing that, you're just creating an education system in there. And that's what people really want when they join a gym. They want to be educated and they have access to your knowledge and then the other guy's knowledge that they put into your head. But right. you're delivering it. It's yeah. it's fantastic. Good for you guys. I, I that's that sounds like a place I gotta visit one day. Dude, we would love to have you. And, and honestly, I'd love to give you the tour of, of the other places I I do some stuff at too. Yeah, tell me about that now. Nice collection. So <clears throat> building on so that was my first steel maze class. Yeah. Greater than. Uh, I ended up adding a Friday class at Luke's Locker, which is a shoe store. Not just a shoe store. They, they sell clothing and just equipment, um, but they're really big in the community, especially in Dallas, like the running community. So they sponsor a lot of races. Um, they, they, they just do a lot of really cool stuff. And so they're located right next to the SMU Tennis Center, which is the other place where I do a ton of stuff. And so I, I thought collaborating with Luke's, it would be a cool thing for the community. They are trying to they want to get in front of more people because, you know, let's face it. And this is coming from me. Like a lot of people, it's just, it's easy to buy stuff online, but going through Luke's, you get the experience. You know, I bought my running shoes from them because of their professionalism. Like I walked in, I was greeted by a guy uh, named Duncan who, you know, he's, he's like, Hey, how can I help you? And, you know, well, let me watch you run. Let me watch you walk. Okay. Run faster. You know, I mean, we're, we're talking about all kinds of stuff. He's asking me about my workouts. Next thing you know, I buy this pair of shoes and it's my, it's the best running shoes I've ever worn. And so that experience stuck with me. And later on down the road, when I realized that they have a big exercise room in the back of the store that didn't get a lot of use, you know, I, I came to them and asked if they would mind if I ran a steel mace flow class in that room. And, you know, it'll kind of draw more people's attention. Right. It's a very nice, familiar, comfortable setting over there. Because it's, you know, the steel mace is scary enough, right? Right. But when you don't know. Um, but, yeah, so that's been awesome. And then the SMU Tennis Center, the place where I was coaching before I left to go on this mission to learn. And, um, so I they've been so generous to let me continue teaching tennis there. And it, it hasn't been a lot. You know, I run a, a weekly high intensity tennis workout for adults. And that, that group is pretty big. It's usually about 20, between 20 and 30 people come out. So it's, it's a big group of just, you know, like rage filled people after work, you know, get your, get your intense workout out there. Um, but I've recently started a group called Primal Tennis. So yeah. that was my way of integrating the mace with the tennis. And, you know, along with some of the mobility stuff and all that. Uh, but basically, I take them through a goofy warm-up. You know, play some music. Maybe we jog around. We always do these, like, you know, weird movements. Yeah. You know, get people laughing. And then I'm like, all right, guys, pick up your mace. And so we get right into a flow. Then we end up putting it down. I take them through some high intensity interval training style tennis drills. 
that can be done by anybody. You know, you don't have to even play tennis. So my thought was I can bring not only different practices together, like, you know, tennis, steel mace, but also people. So you've got like your tennis crowd yeah, and then you've got like your fitness crowd and, you know, whatever. And there's sometimes there's some pretty big differences, but you get them all together and like, it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. And that's nobody great. on the other side of the net. So like I'm feeding balls, they can just rip them. I mean, if they go over the fence, it doesn't matter. Right. You're not messing up someone else's practice. You know, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That would be me. I would be the guy just smacking them as hard as I could and they go in every direction. It, I, I'd be like happy just doing that because I like just crushing things. It's oh, awesome. It feels great. It feels great. And then, you know, you're crushing, crushing, and then you hit a sprint. Yeah. Man, what more could you want? Yeah. It's, it's really, really fun. And I think that one is going to grow a lot. Has it had enough time to uh, 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 germinate where you could see the improvement from the mace added to what yeah. they do? So I've got a few regulars who come almost every weekend. It's Saturday mornings at 830. And, and I'm teaching them some pretty advanced stuff. Like we were doing a, um, you know, a step four into Shaolin wrist control. Yeah. And like, you know, just some fancy switches. Um, I hit him with a crazy pivot the other day. So it's, it's coming together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's going to keep going. And by the way, if you come through Dallas, you better go to that one. You, you'll enjoy that class for sure. I'll try to go all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Full <laughs> spectrum. But definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot of things I want to do in Dallas. A lot of gyms I want to go to. So, um, man, I, I'd maybe have to tag along with you. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, we'll put like a crew together or something. Yeah, uh, but the, the other thing I wanted to, to bring to your awareness, and this is something that not a lot of people know, um, I took on a brand new client yesterday. Very exciting, you know. And this, there were talks about it for a while, but um, I'm now working again with the SMU women's tennis team as a strength conditioning consultant outside. So, so I'm I'm doing twice a week steel mace flow and i'll also be doing some speed and agility work holy crap it was awesome we had this is unbelievable it, it was unreal yeah yesterday we had we had 10 girls on the tennis court plus one of their coaches and we're going through these flows we're doing the switch march flow and then going into the night shield flow and i mean it was just the energy the you know the smiles the concentration on the posture it was awesome. When did this happen? When did you link up with them? And so I had been in and out of the facility a lot because I was still running some adult programming there and like helping them with special events. Um, and I, I have continued uh, posting as much as I can about what I've been doing and just, you know, that way if anyone is interested, they can, they can click on my page and, and learn quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but the, the coach, there's actually a new coach this year. His name is Jeff Navolo. He, uh, he's done some really cool stuff with heart rate monitoring and his players. And, and he's kind of an outside-the-box thinker, uh, very much like I am. And so we just, you know, we've kind of been talking throughout the semester. And, and finally, he's like, hey, you know what? You want to do this? Like, let's, let's do it. Let's try it. Yeah. And, and I just, I couldn't be more thankful and, like, excited yeah, no, 
this is a, a a huge opportunity for obviously for you, but this is a huge opportunity for the Steel Mace community. And I remember when I first initiated with you in the summertime, I sent you a DM. Uh, I I asked you a question, and I said, "Do you see the Steel Mace as being a game changer in tennis?" And you said, "Most definitely." Like it was like you could see it jumping off off the the phone like you meant it and here's your opportunity to really pin the tail on the donkey with this and i know it's gonna be a game changer we all know it all right uh it's just we need the the evidence and um and this is the good for you man good for you tear this up and i'm I'm pumped man yeah it's and it you know it's it's tough because you're trying to break through into a world that's not used to to that type of stuff yeah but honestly if you think about it more tennis players we have a lot of imbalances like we're incredibly imbalanced compared to a lot of people yeah um but it specifically does address a lot of those imbalances like that the tightness that you described earlier and here yeah very much in tennis we're hitting so many forehand serves um pulling ourselves back into that proud chest you know, that's usually how I start most of my classes. Yeah. Uh, once we pick up the mace, I have them in, in landmark two, and I have them pull their shoulders back and down, you know, just to engage right there. Right. But, um, yeah, just awareness of how the joints can move, uh, reinforcement of that posture, you know, the vertical spine, teaching them how to do stuff like the hinge, believe it or not. For whatever reason, tennis players, we're not good at engaging our glutes and our hamstrings. Right. right. Super quad dominant. Yeah. And I'm, I'm no exception. I mean, I remember at Onnit Academy, I was, I was out in front of the whole class at like, I think it was foundations. Uh, so my first certification there. And I'm trying to do a, a hinge with a kettlebell. I'm trying to like just do like a deadlift or a, a swing or something. And I just couldn't do it. Like my form was awful. Yeah. And actually, that's what kind of brought uh, Leo Savage, like, you know, we kind of bonded actually over the hinge because however many certifications later, he looked over and he saw me doing a hinge and he's like, like, he stopped what he was doing. He's like, dude, that was the most beautiful hinge I've ever seen you do. Wow. And like, he's like, man, I can tell you've been putting in the work. Yeah. Me sticking my ass back, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Teaching others how to do that. And you know, having them feel the benefits, you know, stay in the game longer, perform better. I mean, I don't want them to have to quit their career early like I did. Right. You know, I want them to, to maximize what they can do. Um, it's exciting. It's it's new. It's different with the steel maze. So, I mean, it totally breaks the monotony, you know, because it's just, I mean, you know, it, it can be boring training the same way for years. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then emotionally too, like, there's that whole aspect that we haven't even touched on here today, but you can go off and experience a lot of meditative benefits. Um, you can put emotion into the movements like Leo does. I mean, you know, your own past experience can show up. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a really cool practice that somebody can take and grow with on their own. Yes. So I, I could not believe more in, in the practice. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah, Neil, uh, you know, you you just said, you know, we didn't even get into other aspects of this podcast could go on for like a very long time. Right. Um, but we are winding down. Um, I 
really would love to hear about your program that you were just discussing over there uh, working as a consultant in the future as you know as this plays out and you know do come back onto this podcast and let's talk about that some more and get into those other aspects this was a really good conversation and oh and by the way i just want to tell everybody um i'm going to tell you to give out all your contact info but i was i was on your website last night and you write really well uh you have some good stuff to read um and i encourage everybody to go to his web go to your website and read about everything that he's got on there i'm not going to tell you what it is it's all good stuff and um and with your writing abilities and your speaking abilities and with what you got going on as a consultant, somehow I'm seeing a book in the future, something like that about about that. I don't know. I just put that that put that out there for you, and you could maybe take that and run with it. So yeah, Neil, give give me uh give, give us your uh, social media contact info, how everybody can get in touch with you, your phone numbers, addresses, social security numbers. <laughs> Password, all my security stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, my Instagram, it's pretty simple. It's just my name at Neil Kenner, N E I L K E N N E R. My website is neilkenner.com. Um, I am in the middle of starting a new brand. So there's, it's about to be dropped, I guess on the world, but, uh, I don't know if I should even say it on here. Well, when, when is it going to be dropped? Because this episode won't come out for couple of weeks maybe well i'm gonna okay. try to get it out sooner i'm gonna be trying trying to do that this year but uh well here i'll just i'll say it okay i've got this is one of the uh, preliminary cards you know we've made a few tweaks it's called primal eq mm. and primal being you know going back to the root it's kind of raw you know just you get it yeah eq standing for equilibrium and so a lot of what I do is designed to help people bring themselves back into balance. Yes. Um, also plays on emotional intelligence. So we've got the wrongness and we've got some, some pretty extreme sophistication. I want to blend it all and, and just help people become their best selves. Basically. Okay. That sounds awesome. So there's going to be steel Mason there, but the other modalities, um, other disciplines that you're, aware of so this, you're, this is a full comprehensive package to bring people back into balance right basically the logo it's um it's a silhouette of a guy holding a tennis racket to represent the athletic performance right. side there's the steel mace which is more like you know the fitness and the unconventional uh and then i'm gonna highlight the top of the head too is like insights so it's pretty much like everything else yeah yeah. That sounds really good, man. Good. Oh. Good. Sounds like you got a lot going on, but your your um your passion is the thing here. And 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 how you, you like I already know how cool the steel mace is, and you just made me feel like it's even cooler. Oh man. <laughs> you know? So that's what I'm talking about. That's why you know, anybody with a steel mace in their hands gotta you gotta collaborate with other people, talk whatever. Get on a video chat. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It can be anything. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Neil. I appreciate it. I look forward to um, speaking with you again in the future. I'll let you know uh, when I head out to Dallas, definitely. And, oh, um, and uh, look forward to seeing you on the podcast again. 
Yeah, man. Just thanks again for having me. It's just it's truly an honor to be on your podcast, Fred. It's an honor having you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, man. All right, my friend. Take care.